This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. So today is the triumphant entry into Jerusalem. That's what Palm Sunday is about. Uh, Jesus has been making his way, and now he's walking the street into Jerusalem, making his triumphant entry. And I want to look specifically at Luke 19 today, which discusses that triumphant entry, starting with um, verse 28. Now, Jesus was just coming through Jericho, and he has been teaching and healing, and he was just going over um, the parable of the ten minas. And so we pick up actually in verse 28, Palm Sunday. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, Jesus replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embarkment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. Amen. When I was younger, my focus on a Sunday like today was his triumphant entry. We would uh, go to church that day and, and dress up kind of like we were dressing up for Easter. And we were given palm branches as we would enter um, the worship. And we would focus on the palm branches and sing songs about Hosanna. And the choir would sing and in uh, our children's Bible study, we would draw pictures of these beautiful green palms and, um, and what it looked like 
to lay them down at the, the feet of Jesus as he was riding down the street on that colt that had never been ridden. This was a day of celebration. And so there was so much excitement about, you know, what was coming and the week ahead. And we were so joyous and, and, and so excited about Palm Sunday. And as Christians, we do have so much to celebrate. And this is a glorious day uh, to remember, you know, everything that Jesus did and so much to be thankful for. But I, I want to relook at um, those verses that I just read, especially verses uh, 41 through 44. And I, I want you to pay attention to the words. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. I think we get really excited about the celebration and the triumphant entry into Jerusalem and everybody screaming Hosanna and laying their cloaks down and, and laying these palm branches down that we read right on past that Jesus wept. And so I, I think it's important to ask ourselves this morning, well, why did Jesus weep? Could it be that right now these people who were crying Hosanna and laying down their coats and and saying, you know, singing and, and praising him would in a few short days be saying crucify him? Would, would Jesus know that Judas would betray him and that Peter would deny him three times? Could it be that he wept that he knew um, Caiaphas would conspire against him and that he would be sold for 30 pieces of silver? Could it be that as he walked that street, he could look ahead 40 years and see the destruction that would come upon Jerusalem and how all of these people would, would be enslaved under the new throne? Do you think that he wept because of the rejection that he knew was coming? His ministry here on earth was coming to an end and at the end of this road that he was walking, everything would change and that many would never receive this gift that he was offering up to all of them. Many would never know his love for them and the sacrifice that he was traveling to make. And, and this is why over the last several weeks, we have carefully made our way through Lent. Right? Lent is um, the season where we can evaluate our lives, where we are thirsting for God and where we are missing some of God's truth and where we need that in our lives. And so each week we, we took time and we focused on who we are in Christ and we focused on areas where maybe we had um, some kind of misconception 
something that we were falsely believing about God, which then disconnected us from everything that he was, you know, giving us and everything he wants to do and everything he promises in his word. Maybe we needed that third week to truly understand what we have to let go of so that we can fully receive this gift that he gives us. We also looked at areas in our life where we had to leave behind, maybe give up some of the the things that we were um, spending more time on than what we were actually spending time with God. You see, it was so important for us to take this journey and unpack uh, the things that, that we unpacked because if we don't understand who we are in Christ and if we're constantly distracted by the enemy, we're going to miss the gift. If we have misconceptions about God and are disconnected from his power, then we're going to miss the gift. If we are still holding on to pain and bitterness and unforgiveness, then we're going to miss the gift. And if we aren't willing to leave behind our own personal agendas and plans and follow Jesus, then we're going to miss the gift. Because what Jesus did as he rode the colt and made his way into Jerusalem wasn't just this triumphant entry. No, it was a triumphant surrender. He was making his way to the cross to lay down his life for all of us. And so over these last few weeks, we have been making our way to the cross, laying down the things that we still needed to lay down so that we could fully receive this gift. And as we've been doing that, right, and we think about us surrendering our, you know, ideas and our misconceptions and our past and our pain and the things that that we want, as we surrender those things, we think, well, what did God surrender? What has God given up as, as we are surrendering these things? Well, I believe he gave up the biggest surrender there was by offering his up his one and only son. God first made the ultimate surrender by making a way so that Jesus could come into the world to step down off of his throne, to give up his crown and to become a baby, an infant, an infant that has no control so that he could grow up and live a life in this world to fully understand us as humans and to show us how to walk, how to do this life, all of its challenges, all of its complications, and all the brokenness of the world to fully restore us back to God. And, he, and God did this omnipotent, 
fully knowing how it was going to turn out and that all those people that lined the road in Jerusalem would a few days later say crucify him even though in that moment they were crowning him as his their king and offering up Hosanna and laying down their cloaks so that Jesus could make his way in God did all of this fully knowing that those people would a few days later crucify his son and 2,000 years later still be rejecting him today not believing in who he was and not receiving this this gift that he offers by the one who created them by the one who wants to give them his peace that they still don't understand that's available to live in this broken world and yet God still did it God still surrendered his son Jesus still surrendered his life and still traveled that road in Jerusalem knowing that he was making his way to the cross knowing that his disciples would betray him and, and leave him knowing that he would be sold for 30 pieces of silver knowing that he would um, have one final time with his disciples as a man with the Last Supper knowing that he would be beaten and broken and nailed to a cross for all of us my friends I don't enter into Palm Sunday anymore like I did when I was a child I don't fully think about the triumphant entry and the beautiful palm branches and the beautiful celebration that it is now that I'm older I look at the surrender that it took the cost that it took so that we could celebrate and I have to ask myself these questions you know each day am I fully surrendering into the life that Jesus is calling me to do and and where am I still hanging up in my flesh where am I still believing the lie where am I still not living into everything that that Jesus did because now I understand the cost now I can see that it wasn't just a triumphant entry. It was a triumphant surrender. And that, that journey he made through Jerusalem, there were reasons why Jesus wept. Because even today, some of us are still not getting it. Some of us are still walking around with closed fists fighting against the enemy fighting against who we are in Christ fighting against bitterness and depression and oppression and are not fully emptying our hands to receive everything that Jesus did Palm Sunday has new meaning for me now and I, I want to ask you this question as we have carefully made our way to today is there is there anything that you are still believing about yourself 
that's a lie from the enemy? Is there anywhere in your life where you are still disconnected from God? Is there anything that you are still hanging on to that it's time to let go? Is there anything in yourself, your own personal agenda, any kind of flesh that is still allowing you to um, step off the path that God has planned for you and, and follow the flesh, follow your own desires, follow your agendas and, and the things that you want to do that's taken you away from this richer relationship that he wants to have? Is there anything that that you are still holding on to that's not allowing you to step into that full freedom that is represented by today, that, that surrender, that triumphant surrender that Jesus made for all of us. Because what today represents is him making his way to the cross and if we don't surrender ourselves, we're going to miss the gift. His death gives us new life. His blood forgives all of our sins. His surrender gives us freedom that so many times we're still in chains. We're still walking around in these cuffs, chained to our past, chained to our unforgiveness, chained to our brokenness. And, and what this journey to the cross means is that we can have all of the things that Jesus offers us. My question for you today is, are you ready to receive this triumphant surrender? Because as we make our way through Holy Week to Good Friday to Easter Sunday, you want to grab onto every good gift that he's giving you. You don't want to hold anything back. You don't want to miss out on one opportunity that, that he has made a way for you by, by receiving, by surrendering, by, by giving Jesus your heart. He, he wants you to accept and receive the gift. He's waiting for you. And he is so worthy. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.